0: Hello, and welcome back to the Manifest Edit Podcast. So every month, I say every month, like it's been something that we've been doing for a while. Since last month, I decided that every month we're gonna have a theme around which all the content is gonna be created. And this month's theme is unapologetic. And I've just really been feeling after last month, after the new beginnings, after saying, you know what? Now is my time to start over. Now is my time to start living the life I truly wanna live that unapologetic just seemed like a natural progression from that and it's one that i'm really really excited to talk about um so just be warned that we're going to be dropping some truths this month and they're not all going to be easy to hear but they're going to be important to hear and so on the topic of being unapologetic and sharing our truth I had kind of quietly been phasing out the mindset moments, not because I no longer enjoyed doing them, but because I was having trouble keeping track of what mindset moments I'd shared. And you know when you've been using mindset practices and tips and tools for so long that you don't really even realize that it's something that you're doing to change your mindset anymore, it's just part of the way you're living. So it was just becoming kind of confusing. So what I'm gonna do instead is at the end of the episode, we're gonna do a journal prompt, rather than the mindset moment at the beginning and then also in the beginning i will do updates on any on anything i have going on in business in life at the beginning we'll do those kind of updates and then at the end we will have the journal prompt so that you can go away do some homework and really help you take what you've learned in the episode to the next level so if you've been wondering what happened to those mindset moments that fear used to do that's what happened here's the truth i'm being unapologetic about it baby And in other exciting news, I am super excited to announce my free seven-day virtual retreat for ambitious women to manifest their extraordinary lives. The free seven-day vibes method retreat is going to take you through my signature five-step method for effortless manifestation. We are going to be diving into each of those steps and I'm going to be also talking about the crucial mindset shifts needed to go from ordinary to extraordinary and cultivating your dream life. We are also going to be talking about another one of my favorite topics the art of having it all and there is so much goodness going to be packed into seven days and did I mention it's virtual so you don't even have to leave your house which I know considering the past year might be something that you want to do but trust me this is going to be like a virtual vacation the best you've ever taken so to find out more about the retreat you can head to the link in the show notes the retreat is going to be starting in June but make sure to save your spot now as I am going to be dropping some bonus content in the lead up to the retreat itself and I cannot wait to see you inside for today's episode all around being unapologetic we are diving into the topic of why you need to stop playing small and start manifesting your big dreams and I really really love this topic and I think especially when you may be a little bit newer to manifestation or you're still a little bit unsure of yourself you do question well maybe i should just aim for the smaller things and not go after what i really want and i know i've talked about this before so i want to clarify something because i have said before that if you are still trying to get your head around manifesting and seeing things materialize in your reality obviously when you say i'm going to manifest a million dollars and you haven't actually seen anything that you consciously try to manifest into your life actually appear, then when it comes to manifesting the million dollars, your mindset isn't entirely behind it. So I have said that you can work your way up to the million dollars, manifest a few dollars, and a few hundred dollars, and a few thousand dollars, and a few hundred thousand dollars, and then after that, is it millions? <laughs> and you know, you know what I mean, right? Working your way up so that you are building your believability in the process. So, this is something i still stand by but at the same time not doing it out of a place of fear not doing it out of a place of okay well maybe it's just safer for me to manifest this instead of what i actually truly want and when we look around and we're inspired by what other people are manifesting we can think oh okay well yeah this is what i want but when you stop to ask is it actually what you want maybe you want something a little bit different maybe you want something in inverted commas smaller maybe you want something bigger but manifesting things that you actually want not based on what other people want is one of the biggest lessons I've learned in my manifestation journey and a story that I always go back to is creating that vision board and I create this vision board in 2018 I looked back on it in 2020 not a single thing on the vision board had manifested and when I looked at it I didn't really want any of the things on that vision board I mean for starters it was all pictures of skinny white girls and I'm like this is not me can't relate can't relate at all But that aside, the other things on there, like a certain number of followers on social media or flying first class, which is something that I would like to do, but it's not like an immediate want for me at the moment and all the things on the vision board were just things I felt like a little bit eh, there was no like exciting feeling around them and that is how you're supposed to feel about a vision board that's how you're supposed to feel about things you're manifesting and I'm smiling as I'm saying this because I'm looking at my new vision board and I'm looking at the pictures I even have multiple pictures of myself on my own vision board because I I am my biggest inspiration but looking at that vision board now reading the things on it seeing all the things I've already manifested it makes me feel some type of way it makes me feel so proud it makes me feel so excited and I'm not just looking at the vision board I'm I'm living the vision board this is my life and that's how you want to feel so when it comes to choosing what you want to manifest make sure it's things that make you feel something and if it's something other people don't typically want it doesn't matter the size of it what matters is the feeling behind it and so I'm going to share with you now four reasons why you are playing a small based on what I have seen and what you can do to overcome these and Yeah, it's going to be a really juicy episode and as with every episode that is kind of loving you, calling you out, the reason I do this is because I've been there myself and it's either something I'm still working through or it's somewhere where I've got to the other side and it's so much brighter, so much more magical, so much more epic that it's so worth it to call you out, maybe have you dislike me for a moment because the results are worth it. So the first reason why you're playing small is because you're afraid it won't work. And it's not just that you're afraid it won't work, but you're afraid to fail publicly. If it didn't work and no one knew about it, it wouldn't really be that big a deal, right? You would have some internal turmoil of that, like, oh, I, like, I can never get anything right. Or, you know, those living stories that we all have that tell us that we're not good enough. That's one thing. But that is not the only thing the thing that makes failure or the fear of potentially failing so painful is the fact that we would do it so publicly in front of so many people whether you've told your friends your family members or you have a business and you told people online that this is the kind of thing that you're doing and then you fail really really publicly and that stings it can sting not to get what you said you were going to get or to do what you said you were going to do and to avoid that sting to avoid that pain we just avoid our dreams altogether but it's not worth avoiding your dreams altogether for some fear that may or may not happen and guess what when that fear does happen when you don't quite hit the goal no one is going to be at your house with pitchforks and flames did they like the pitchforks and flames I, I can oh okay it's medieval times, so the torch has flames in it <laughs> so they're not going to be at your house with the, the flaming torches and pitchforks saying you said you were going to do this and you didn't do it you said you were going to make x number of sales or you said you were going to manifest your dream house by the 31st and you don't have it you're a liar no one's going to say that and honestly Well, I find to be, well, initially I found it to be surprising, but now I know it makes sense because people want to know that you're human, but people love hearing about my manifestation failures just as much as they love hearing about my manifestation successes. When I share that story of my vision board that failed, so many people are like, wow, thank you for sharing that. And wow, I've just looked at my vision board and realized that I put things on there that don't even align with my values and vision that aren't things I truly want. So you'll be surprised that Number one, people will be able to relate to that in a very common failure, but number two, that you can't go through life avoiding failure, otherwise you're going to go through life avoiding life altogether. If you try to go through life avoiding failure, you are going through life avoiding the process of living your fucking life, yes. And that was a pill that was kind of difficult for me to swallow because I was always a perfectionist, I something I realized about myself was that I really grew up needing that external validation from others. I was orphaned from a young age and so I didn't get that validation from my parents. So what I would look for that validation from was my teachers, from my school grades, from external people to tell me that I was doing a good job, that I was doing well, that I was doing okay, that I had my shit together. And I'd always search outside of myself for that validation. But it wasn't until I realized that I could give myself that validation and it felt way better than waiting for other people to give it to me that things really began to shift in my world. So when you're looking to have other people validate your successes and your failures, you are giving so much of your power away you are putting the power in someone else's hand and you're also taking it away from yourself and depriving yourself of a beautiful gift depriving yourself of a beautiful lesson and depriving yourself of a life well lived and there are so many things that i can look back on and say you know what this did not quite go as expected i don't manifest 100 percent of the things that i want every single time but the lessons that i gained from them are so so valuable that it's worth not manifesting that thing in the moment you know what I mean sometimes when we're so caught up in the moment we can't see why something hasn't worked out and we need to be able to step away from it to really to really look at it from a different point of view and even relationships right you can look at relationships in the past that have devol- dissolved for some reason or another and at the time it's so painful and hurtful and you think this person was my soulmate, man. Uh, and then you look back on it a couple of years later and you're like wow i can see now how our past were just going in completely different directions or i can see now that our opinions just differed on things and it wasn't meant to be, or I can see now that we have so much love for each other, but it just wasn't right at this time. I <clears throat> can't think of anyone I know who looks back on the relationship that's dissolved in the past and thinks now, five years, two years later, that this is the person I was supposed to spend the rest of my life with and I'll never meet anyone ever again. It's just something that happened. Anyway, I'm getting off track now. <laughs> I need to bring myself back. But what I'm saying is don't outsource that feeling of power because you're gonna bypass so many other feelings in the process. Life has inevitable moments of failure. That is just part of life. That is just how life works. And the sooner that you can accept and acknowledge that, the quicker you're able to move on the sooner you know that every single person around you has their own failures, has their own things that don't work out exactly as they expected, the sooner you can get on with living your own life. And trust me, I have so many things that have not worked out the way I expected, so many things, but I've had even more that have worked out the way I wanted or some things that have come from the failures that are more beautiful than I could have ever anticipated from the thing that I actually wanted, right? Life just has this mysterious way of working out And when you can trust and put your faith in the fact that things are always working out for you, it doesn't matter how they work out, all that matters is that you know that they're going to work out inevitably. So the number one reason you're playing small is because you're afraid it won't work and what I want to say to you is if you are having this fear of it not working out, please don't deprive yourself the gift of having it just because you're afraid of failing. Do not deprive yourself of having that gift and don't deprive yourself of the things that will come as a result of reaching for the goal, right? Say that you have a goal of starting a business and having, I don't know, 100 sales in your first week and you get there and you have 10 sales in your first week. Is that a failure? While you've still set up the business, you've still reached out to these people, you've still impacted 10 people's lives. So it's not a failure by any means. The only real failure is not showing up to the table in the first place. The second reason why you're playing small, get ready, because this one's a doozy, is because you're afraid that it will work. What if I do get the thing that I asked for? What if I do become wildly successful? How will I cope? Am I ready? Am I deserving? What if people find out that I'm an imposter? They say that with every level, there's a new devil. And to be honest, I was like, yeah, like, I don't really get that. I I, I would be happy with $100,000. Like, I have no complaints. But when you think about it, you have to do so much mindset work in order to get to the next level. Because one thing people talk about is manifesting your desires. What you will not hear a lot of people talk about is receiving your desires and being able to hold your desires. I remember there was a point last year when business was going well. Lockdown had just... Um, unlocked down, we'd come out of lockdown and everything in my life was going so well it was amazing every area of my life everything was good and i just had this moment of ah, this isn't gonna last and it's sad to think about that i i was at a stage where i felt so happy with everything and my first thought was like, oh, my God, when's the other shoe going to drop or something's got something's bad going to happen. I also did have a bit of um, lockdown anxiety, which anyone in Melbourne will tell you that it's just something that we've all learned to live with is constant fear of going into lockdown again. So there was a bit of that and constantly being worried, like one case and then I was all going back into lockdown. But the point was that even though I had everything, even though I felt really successful, and happy deeply fulfilled the other fear was what if it gets taken away and often we wonder well if i do get what i want then i have to i have a new fear i have a new worry i have to worry about is this going to be taken from me or how long is this going to last and gay hendrix actually calls this upper limiting ourselves which is we all have this Kind of invisible limit of how much joy, abundance, love, bliss that we'll allow ourselves to feel before we begin to feel uncomfortable and we will begin upper limiting ourselves, which is saying to ourselves that it can't get better than this or we don't get to have it this good. And again, this goes back to my childhood having this belief of everything could change in an instant, everything could change overnight just like it did with my life with my mom passing away and being orphaned at the age of 14 which was something that I obviously had never anticipated for myself and my life changed overnight and it wasn't just that my mom passed away but within the course of the next two years my grand passed away a close friend at school passed away and I was just like nothing in my life is certain and I don't think there will ever be that sense of certainty again and so this is a belief that comes up for me time and time again and I have to remind myself that as an adult now as someone who has the means to look after herself and has all the support systems in place that it does get to be this good and not only does it get to be as good as it is now but it gets to be even fucking better but that's something I have to continually remind myself and continually draw myself back to so if you're afraid that it will work ask yourself where has this belief come from where has this fear of my own sickness of my own success of my own greatness where has this fear come from and is it really true? If I am successful, if I do have the things that I want, if I do have the joy that I want, if I do have the relationship that I want, how could it get even better? Rather than asking what could go wrong, what would make this even better? What would make it even better than that? And asking ourselves those different questions, asking ourselves those empowering questions instead of those questions that threaten to steal our joy, that threaten to steal those precious moments away from us. And the other thing is, you know, we can spend all our time future casting and imagining our future, but remember just to be present as well. Be present in every single moment, because while you're worrying about a future where it works, a future where it doesn't work, a future where all of these possibilities, you're missing out on the present moment. You're missing out on your life as it's happening in the day to day. And there's so much magic and joy in there already. The third reason why you're playing small is because you're afraid to shine too bright so maybe you're the first one in your family doing something like i don't know starting a business going to uni dating a certain kind of person and you're worried that you will be ostracized you're worried how people will see you if you begin living your life a bit differently especially if you are the first one in your friend group who is maybe into things like manifestation spirituality you can definitely feel like othered or the odd one out and you don't want to feel like that so you're afraid that if you are fully expressing yourself as you are that that could mean something for all of your existing relationships for the existing things that you have and the things that no longer fit with this version of you who you're becoming or the version of you who you've always been that version of you who you've been all along and are finally just beginning to express yourself openly that that fear of shining is crippling because at the same time as you know that there is something more out there for you, there is something more that you know you should be living in alignment with, you're also not wanting to lose anybody in the process. I have to tell you that part of this spiritual journey will inevitably have people falling from the wayside and I don't think it's it's always talked about straight up that everyone thinks it's going to be sunshine and roses and you manifest everything you ever want and life is a dream. Life is a dream. It really is. Life is a dream. It's, in fact, it's better than a dream. But in that process, I have definitely lost friends. I have had relationships that have fallen along the wayside that just didn't really make sense for either of us anymore. And of course, those times are painful. They always are. But I think that The relationships that I have in my life now have they fill me with so much joy and gratitude and every person who is in my life I just deeply appreciate on such a great level and I look back on some of the friendships that that I no longer have in my life and at the time being truly devastated and now I look back and I was like wow if I was still friends with this person this wouldn't have led me to do this which has led me to do this which has led me to where I am now so it all connects together but sometimes when you're so in the moment that you can't see it and another important point I want to make here about those dissolving relationships is sometimes you have to step up and be the dissolver and that can be really really challenging but when you know that you deserve more or this relationship is no longer serving you or that your values no longer align you're going to be faced with a difficult decision and that decision is whether you stay in the relationship or whether you do what's best for you both and remove yourself from that situation and I think there is a real power in doing this in a way with integrity rather than just having resentment towards this person or ghosting the person or you know when you can have integrity and say this relationship is not working for either of us and having honest discussion with each other or you know respectfully distancing yourself from each other there is so much more power in that than kind of just hiding behind whatever people hide behind so sometimes you're going to have to put put on your big girl panties and just just make those decisions but it'll be worth it in the process and i want to make another point here of afraid to shine too bright your true friends your true family members your true partner will support you in anything they anything that you do And while to begin with, they may not always understand someone who is in your corner will support you no matter what. So if you're afraid to shine too bright because you think someone's going to like shit all over your ideas, your plans, your dreams, they are probably not someone who should be in your life. And I had someone like this in my life. I had this friend and anytime I would share my successes or things that I was doing, they would always find a way to put me down and at first I was like okay I'm obviously making this up why would my own friend not not want to support me but there are some people who will just not not want to support you who will not want to support your success and there are people that again, you're going to have to make that decision to step away from that relationship because it's not worth putting yourself through something. You are so valuable. You are so special and you deserve to have people in your life who see you for all that you are, who appreciate you for all that you are and who never make you doubt your own greatness. And in fact, they don't make you doubt their own greatness because they hold you up. They encourage you to shine even brighter. Those are the kind of people I want to be surrounding myself with. And one of my close friends, Jen, uh, something that I love that she said one time we were around my house taking photos and she looks at a picture I've taken of her and she's like, wow, I didn't know I was that majestic. And it just always makes me smile because I love having friends who know just how incredible how valued how amazing they are and it inspires me to feel that way about myself and to not shy away from shining to not shy away from being who I truly am and i definitely to even at the beginning of my coaching journey i would feel a little bit weird about sharing some of the things i manifested or sharing my wins or even my competition wins, right? I won like $9,000 in competition prizes, but I would never really share on my Instagram the, the, the amount of prizes that I was winning, which would be like one every week at least. And I didn't really want to share that with people because I didn't want to be seen as like bragging or something. But now I'm like, wait, my whole job as a manifestation coach is to show people what's possible and I'm not even showing what what has been possible for me. Like, where is the sense in this? Sometimes you just have to check yourself a little bit. And secondly, like, sometimes you also just have to brag. Sometimes you just have to own it. Sometimes you have to walk with pride, hold your head up high and let people know because you are inspiring others by holding your head high. So the last reason why you're praying small is you are afraid of what will cost you in the process you're afraid of what you stepping into your light stepping into your full potential will cost you be that people be that you may have to give up a job you may have to give up a relationship you you know have those people who are falling along the wayside like i mentioned in the other one but you're afraid that it will cost too much to have what you want or you know having to radically transform your mindset you know all the work that I've done over the past few years has not always been sunshine and rainbows sometimes it has been dark dark nights of the soul and crying for days and end wondering like this shadow work is it's 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 a lot and sometimes it's going to feel like that So being afraid of what it will cost you in the process can often be being afraid to actually step up and do the work as well. It can be not putting yourself forward or knowing that it's time to invest in the coach, but afraid to do that and really step into that next level of yourself and really own that vision. And honestly, I've never been really at a point where i've been massively scared to invest in coaches for me i'm someone who makes very instinctive decisions i will say though with my latest coach which was a multiple five-figure investment that was definitely a scary decision but it wasn't a decision that i stopped myself from making and for me there was so much more i had to gain from the situation than i had to lose from the situation so if you find yourself like you feeling afraid of what it will cost you in the process then it's time to reality check And bring yourself back to, okay, but what could I gain from this situation? And anytime it comes to something that may have a little bit of fear surrounding it, whether it's investing in a coach, investing in yourself, trying a new experience, going into a new relationship, of course, have that like little element of not being um, you know, have that little element of caution in that you don't just throw your money at anything and everything, that you make smart decisions. But the other thing is. It's one thing to trust that person that you're investing your money into or you're investing your time into or you're investing your energy into. It's another thing to trust yourself. So I know that when I invest into coaches, for example, that I'm going to give my 100%, I'm going to show up for my 100%. I'm going to take the action, especially when I've invested like multiple five figures into you. I'm going to be showing up to every call. I'm going to be watching that call twice. I am really going to be getting my money's worth. So when it comes to you... Remember that it's not just about your faith in that other person, but it's also about your faith in yourself. And I have faith in myself that no matter what, I have the power to make shit happen. I have the power to be wildly successful, even more wildly successful than I am now. I have a huge vision and every day I'm living out that vision. And so when you are faced with this fear of, what will it cost me in the process? Ask yourself, what could you gain in the process? What will you gain in the process? And when you intend to gain something, you get it. So this is why when you're going into a meditation or you're beginning a journal practice or you're starting something new, set an intention for what you want to receive because the intention you set is the intention you get. But so often we're asking ourselves these shitty questions of like, what if it goes wrong and my whole life is ruined? Which, you know, we all have that element of doubt, which is good. That element of doubt keeps us alive, but also it can hold us back from stepping into the version of ourselves who were truly put on this planet to be. And I am not about to live my life in a fucking shame, Sam. I am here to be 100% authentically me, whatever that means to me in this moment at time, and I hope for you, and especially as someone who has been listening to this podcast episode, you are feeling more confident in showing up as that most fulfilled, brightest light version of yourself, and so... I've shared with you the reasons why you're playing small, of being afraid it won't work, being afraid that it will, being afraid to shine too bright, or being afraid what you'll lose in the process. Let's look at what will happen if you don't play small. What would happen if you played big? If you dreamed big? Other people around you would be inspired by you, and not necessarily the ones who are going to come up to you or text you and say, I'm really inspired by that thing that you did today. But the people who are quietly inspired, you'll probably never know that you've touched their lives in such a deep way. You know, I think especially when you're someone who shows up on social media, it can be disheartening when you don't get the engagement or the comments or people interacting with the, your content in the way that you imagine but you also have to ima- remember how many people's content do you watch and how many people's content do you consume when you've never reached out to them and told them just how deeply they've impacted you and you will have people like that for you as well whether you are someone who's showing up in the online space or just in your personal day-to-day life things that you won't even think of how have impacted people on such a deep level I think something my friend Tanya said to me the other day and she's like yeah I always really um really remember that one thing you said about no one caring about me yeah. and to put it in context I was talking about showing up online and doing live videos and things like that and we all have these ideas in our head of wow I'm gonna fuck something up and people are gonna feel this way about me and what I said was that people aren't thinking about you at all they're not just sitting at home spending their whole day thinking about you and this is something that really stuck with her and encouraged her to show up more online but what she took from it was like people don't care about you and this was just something that I said in a passing comment of we need to not worry so much about what other people think and I you know I didn't think about it again after I said it but she's carried this with her for the past six months after me doing that training all about it or you know I can't even think of a specific other specific examples at this moment in time but just things that I casually say or memes that I send to a friend that impact them in a certain way you don't know how you're impacting someone I and mean, we don't do it you don't do this you don't show up as yourself or you don't be a nice person in order to be validated by others you do this because that's just who you are it's just who you are. Um, another reason that you need to stop playing small is because you will be proud of you you will be inspired by you imagine how it would be to look back a year from now to listen to this episode again a year from now and to envision how much you've changed in the process listen to this and be like yep yep oh can you believe i used to do that no i don't do that anymore imagine what your life would look like if for a year Just for a year, you made that commitment to yourself that I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to where I want to go. I am going to step up fully. I'm going to stop making excuses. I'm going to make brave decisions on where I'm going, not away from where I'm currently at. I'm going to make brave decisions based on my vision that I have for the future. And I'm not going to let anything stop me in the process of getting there. How fucking wild would your life be over the next year if you committed to that fully? Just think for a moment. I really want you to imagine... And I'm sure as I'm speaking, there's something that come up in your mind, something that you would love to happen in the next year or so. And it feels like a bit of an impossible dream. And I'm thinking of mine at this very moment in time. So maybe I'll check back in a year's time and let you know what it is. But think of that impossible dream for the next year or, you know, maybe not even impossible, but largely, largely it would take a lot of effort it would take some severe mindset shifts it would take a lot of work to get there from the place that you're at now to really confidently own this next level but if you got there it would be incredible which leads me into my final point about what will happen when you stop playing small is you don't realize what you're capable of until you do it you know like women giving birth to a whole ass children i don't i don't actually know how much they weigh a number of pounds but just you know squeezing that out of where babies come from that's that's something that's pretty impressive by my standards or you know building that sense of resilience and coming back from things that you never thought you would come back from the way that I live my life now would be completely imperceptible to me 5 years ago at the beginning of 2020 2016 2016 severely depressed severely anxious I was barely leaving the house in fact I was leaving the house once a week because my friend bribed me to come out for cake and he knew that I loved cake but aside from that I was basically inside crying all the time I could barely look at myself in the mirror and to the point where I'm at now where I love looking at myself in the mirror I love myself I love my life I love the things I get to do I love the people that I'm surrounded with and I have so much passion and enthusiasm for the work that I do and for the life that I live it's it honestly brings me to tears how how grateful I am how how grateful I am to be living the life I'm living but also how grateful I am to have transformed my life from the place where it was at where everything just seemed impossible where everything just seemed so dark and to be at the place where I'm at now which is just like a freaking sunbeam compared to that you do not realize what you're capable of until you do it and I can give you advice until the cows come home you can listen to 101 podcasts you can read 101 books but until you make that commitment to yourself and until you see those changes from the actions that you take you won't believe it so you know prove yourself right prove yourself right that this will be the year that everything changes because you're going to be unapologetic in the process of chasing your dreams So as promised, here is your homework journal prompt to coincide with this episode, which is if I were to 10x my courage in the next year, I know that I could. If I were to 10x my courage, I know that in the next year I could. And I want you to really dream about all of the things that you could create in your life, all the experiences you'd be able to have, the people you'd meet. Like, there are no limits to this thing. The only limits to this are your imagination. So go wild. And I would so love to hear some of the things that you've come up with. Feel free to DM me over on Instagram with atafiacelta underscore. I would so love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at aphiasealter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous.